What's going on, you guys? Welcome back to the Your Boy Roy Show, where around here, we earn our cookie. What's going on, you guys? Welcome back to the Your Boy Roy Show, where around here, we earn our cookie. What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to the You Boy Roy Show. Um, I am so excited for another episode with our newest co-host, Alex. What is up? What up, man? How you doing, dude? I'm so excited. Uh, I mean, we talked last week, and it was just an amazing episode. You shared your story and stuff, and now we're back week two, and we plan on making this a pretty consistent thing. So, and we got today on video. Oh, we got today. Forward. We got today on video so. and. Uh, we, I think we kind of mentioned that in the last podcast. We got to get more on Instagram. We got to get more on YouTube and stuff. So we're putting things in the work to make we're that happen. We're taking action. We're taking We're making action. things happen. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, um, of course, trying to take this podcast to the next to the next level, uh, provide more value for you guys and all that good stuff. But, you know, I'd just like to start this off, Alex. Like, how has your week, how have things been, man? Good week, bad week, wins, losses? Uh, it's been a good week, yeah. Um, productive week at work. And, uh, yeah, the baby's coming here soon, so we're, like, yeah. 45 days out. Woo! It's that's exciting. Soon. It's, that is uh, exciting. There's a lot that comes yeah. with that, so. How is the, uh, the because I know that the real estate in general, like, the prices for housing is crazy, but, like, does that make it crazy on you and your job and stuff? Yeah, I mean, for people who like can afford it, it's awesome. Um, it's challenging for people who don't have a whole lot of money, but it was cool. Like this week, we went over our fourth quarter goals, so that helped me like realign <clears throat> where I'm trying to go, what I'm trying to accomplish, and how I'm trying to help people this yeah. month or uh, this next quarter. So it's funny how like all those meetings, like because we do them here at Rough too, like to sit down and say, okay, where are we at? Where are we going? And like analyze how the last quarter went, how the last, well, three quarters went, and then where we're going for this last quarter and headed into next year. Yep. Um, always helps realign things. When I think that's, that's the same thing too, is that like looking at how you want to finish this quarter, but then like you said, starting next quarter, mm -hmm. like how we finish this year is going to be a reflection of how we start our next if year. If that's not, and it's, ugh, I can't help it, but relate it to fitness because I own a, a fitness mm. company, but it's like how many people we're getting into this last quarter, right? November or October, November, December, the holiday season. And so many people are like, oh, I'm going to wait till this is done to get back into shape. And it's like what you're doing right now is building the habits of what you're going to do and set yourself up for success come January. Well, geez, if you can get ahead of the curve right now, if you can be like, hey, instead of me saying I'm going to start next year mm -hmm. and going into Halloween, Thanksgiving and Christmas, yep. man, if you're anything like me, I mean all the Christmas cookies. <laughs> That's right. I'm doing well, all the things. So like, like it's going to go in with our talk. Like this is already <laughs> all correlating with our talk for the day. But it's like I think that it's because for a lot of people, when you're just trying to live a lifestyle, right, and just move yourself forward, people mm -hmm. think that they're not going to be able to push as hard during the holiday season because their schedule is busier. They are spending more time with the family. They don't have as much money because they're spending money on presents and food and traveling and these right. things. So I think that, that because of that, they feel like, oh, because well, I can't push as hard like I did in June that mm. I can in November, then I might as well just not do it at all. Right. And it doesn't work that way at all. It's the same thing with what we were just talking about, losing the momentum. And you might not be pushing at the same intensity right. that you were back in June or July in the summer, 
but it's still important. You could still progress. You just got to make it work in your life. Well, and it's know? about balance too. I mean, like if you're anything like me, balance looks like having a cookie or a piece of cake rather than yep. three. Well, and like, but it's just so funny to me that people will say, and like, it's your health. And I actually watched a video um, of this entrepreneur that I look up to. Um, he's a motivational speaker, and he said that he hates working out. Hmm. But the way somebody put it in perspective for him is like, you working out an hour a day, every time you work out, you run on the treadmill, you lift the weights, is another day or two you're getting in your life. Hmm. And is that not like, wouldn't that be enough for you to do the to do the thing for an hour a day? And I was like, yeah, like that would be worth it to me. But and I say that. And then I think about like people's job. I'm like, you don't just like stop working. Right. Like you don't just stop spending time with your family. You don't just like the things that are important to you, you still make it work during this last quarter, setting yeah. you, yourself up. So I think if anything, this last quarter shows what's really important to you, mm. whether that's your work, your, and I think a lot of people do dedicate the time to the family, which of course is important for a lot of people. But you know, what are you working on for you? Well, and if you can't show up for yourself, like, and I think that's, I think the biggest thing that I've learned over the years is how much my health and fitness plays into all of those other roles in mm -hmm. my life. And like, if you're feeling like, oh, I don't have time to work out because I'm so, or uh, yeah, if I don't have time to work out because I'm so busy with work, yep. well, how are you showing up at work? Like, are you giving it your all at work or are you just like coasting by because you're like drained mm -hmm. from eating, you know, a bunch of junk throughout the day? Yep. If you show up and you're like, <clears throat> got a bunch of energy because you just worked out you're eating clean, like you're probably going to end up being more productive. You're going to be more productive. You're going to be more focused. You're going to get more shit done. And that's just the way it works. And I find that happens in everything. And we see it as well as like when you're motivated, think about when people first go to the gym and they first start working mm -hmm. out or they get their new job or their new promotion or they, they decided to start their own side hustle, right? You're so motivated in the mm -hmm. beginning and you're firing on all cylinders. Like everything in your life is elevated. Right. And then one thing starts to slip and then that leads into another and another and a cascade of negative events. So I feel like a lot of people, they don't think about it but their fitness is the first to go. And then they start eating like crap and they start feeling like crap and not all at once, but over time, you know, they start feeling like crap and then their work starts suffering and they're tired all the time and they start being lazy at home. The yeah. house isn't getting cleaned, And then it's just like, then you're just stressed and come January. It's like, you want to like freaking change your whole life. It doesn't work that overnight way. too. Like you want to just make all the changes and you want to be where you want to be within a month yep. and like that's just not well i tell every single person like it's cool to start in january it's cool to get fit in the summer and this goes with anything in your life that mm. i think that this last quarter is a true telltale sign if you've really made it a lifestyle mm. like right now like your job and real estate and what you're doing and your family and like and it'll be a telltale sign for like this podcast right yeah. like if me and you can stick with it and figure out a way to make this happen through you having the kid and the holiday season and stuff is going to be a telltale sign if it's really that important to us. True. And I true. think that's I think that's just a, for a lot of people like this is the breaking point. Like how important are these things to you and mm. are you really pushing yourself to be better in all aspects of your life? Right. Well, yeah. I feel like it's like one of those things where cuz I'm even right right now like I can work out, I work out 7 days a week. Mm -hmm. That's no problem for me. My problem is eating clean. Mm -hmm. Like it's so easy for me right now and I've like gotten down the path of like I just make that excuse of like, oh, I'm busy. I have so much work to do. I don't have time to eat, yep. but I have time. If I, it's like, I have to just make the time and I have to make it a priority. So this like, it's like, we're talking about this and we're just talking about our wins and losses. And now we've gone on this rant <laughs> and this rant has everything to do with what we're talking about. So let's just, the, the topic for the day is I really want to talk about like motivation and how that correlates with our habits and daily routines and things like that. 
um, because I'm curious of like what your routines are and what your habits are to stay performing at a higher level. Um, and I think that a lot of people, they wait to get motivated. They wait mm. for that perfect time, um, which we'll touch on in a second. But do you have anything, I mean, obviously we kind of already touched on the importance of working out and eating right. But when you look at like just your day or week, like do you notice like you have a morning routine, a night routine, things that you do during the day that you know, like if I'm doing these things, it's going to help me perform at a higher level. Yeah. I mean like, and that's one thing that I looked at. So we just re- reviewed our like quarter goals, like we talked about. And that was one big thing that I noticed. Well, there was a few things, but I kill my morning routine. Mm-hmm. Like I wake up, I wake up at four, get to the gym, work out at the five o'clock class, get home, eat breakfast with my wife, uh, take the dog for a walk, and then I'm on to my morning calls. Mm-hmm. So um, what's that time frame look like? What time do you, are you at work? Um, like I'm at work. Calls. I start calls at 8.15. 8.15. So yeah. you're waking up at four and you're at work for 8.15 or starting work So I'm already like, I'm already like four hours into my day. Mm-hmm. I've already got my workout in. I've eaten breakfast. I've connected with my wife and mm-hmm. I've like, you know, so there's things that I used to do. Can I just got to ask you real quick because this is a guy thing. <laughs> and do you have to schedule like either in your calendar or in your brain, like this is my scheduled time. Like you just said, connect with my wife. I've yep. already got that done yep. before my work started. Is that something that you have to like plan out? Um, I know that I'm like for me it happens naturally, but I feel like sometimes I'm like, oh crap, like I haven't talked to, to Tasha. I haven't talked to my fiance in a while. Like I every morning try to wake up 15 minutes earlier because I usually get to work before her mm. or I'm doing something. So if I do, if I am in that scenario, I want to schedule a 15 minute like just to cuddle with her. Right. And I think a lot of women would be like, oh, he's got to schedule the time. But I'm like, that's like, I feel like for a guy, like that's us showing that we care is to put that into our schedule to make right. sure that we don't forget right. it. So is that otherwise like, it doesn't happen. Um, yeah. And like I said, I mean, I think for me, my mornings are solid. Mm-hmm. Like I really have my mornings down. Yeah. And then it starts to slip up through the day mm-hmm. and I don't have a good bookend. Mm-hmm. Like I've mm-hmm. gotten into the habit of just like, I'm tired. I just laid it all on during the day and I just want to watch TV and relax, which I don't know if there's necessarily anything wrong with that, but I think we'll go down the rabbit hole with that setting my intentions for the next day, Mm -hmm. figuring out what, you know, and like with real estate, um, deals are falling apart or putting together whatever. So I think like leaving that all on the table before I go to bed, Mm -hmm. I wake up at two, 3 AM all the time. Like, gosh yeah this deal like or or like (laughs) on the other side of things of like oh my gosh like i hope we get this under contract Uh so oh um, you can't tasha could tell you the amount of times i'm up in the middle of the night thinking about you know like especially when we're about to launch supplements or we had the summer Mm -hmm. event and like it's just like and especially when we get i think it's always comes down when it's financial stress like for me like whenever we're like we're about to do something big or we've invested like with supplements we invested a lot of money into that Mm -hmm. and it took us a long time like I don't think people realize that I've been thinking about this for three years and the formula and stuff. And then we put money down. It was like a year and a half till we actually launched it to manufacture it from the bottom up. And so to put the money into it and not see any return for a year and a half. And then we did the summer event and stuff, which we didn't really make any money because we wanted to put on this amazing experience for people and like all those, and people don't see that. And so they don't see like when Mm. you, you're putting the time in and you're putting all stuff in and you haven't quite made the return yet. And I Mm. I, I assume with real estate too, you have these deals and stuff Totally. and I'm sure people bail all the time on deals. So like, you're like, I really got to make this deal tomorrow and you just don't know what's going to happen. That unknown of like, I don't know how the supplements are going to do, Right. you know? And so that keeps me up at night. So you talked about morning routines and I feel like I could be better with my morning routine. But the issue with me is that I don't wake up at the same time every day. So 
question for you what time do you finish work or at home relaxing on a regular basis i know it might change yeah it's definitely hard with real estate um i would say i'm typically done by six or seven nice and And then so i'm just curious because with real estate are you like it's non-stop non-stop or do you have like dead periods oh i definitely have dead periods throughout the day Yeah. yeah so um yeah i mean it's pretty much like making calls from like nine to noon, mm-hmm. um, scheduling showings, like every day looks different. Weekends are obviously like more full of like showings and stuff. Yeah. And one thing, I mean, the last, I mean, ever since we got pregnant and the baby's been on the way, I've just been burning the candle at both ends. Yeah. Like I have been like, I need to provide for my family. I need mm-hmm. to like work and hustle. And that's, I think it's like just being a man like that's I think that's like yeah. my way of it's like we're already getting to another podcast that we have <laughs> about like men, uh, like uh, I feel like gender roles right so, like how we fall into that go ahead and I well I, I used to and like this happened before we got our puppy too is like our morning routines with me and my wife we used to do everything that we do we just instead of taking the dog for a 30 minute walk we used to meditate and read mm-hmm. and that's so huge like I think that getting out of that habit um, has really stressed me out. And I think it has like, yeah, well, and you only have so much time in a day too, right? And you have right. the baby and you got to take the dog for a walk now. You have right. the other responsibilities. And that happens like to so many people, yeah. right? The same thing could happen with like, you stop going to the gym or you stop eating mm-hmm. right or, or you stop spending time with your significant other, right? Like these things you just forget about. Now we're talking about it. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I should get back to that. Um, but how do you deal with because we're talking about habits and routines and your work day looks different. Like there might be some days you're off earlier, mm-hmm. some days you're off later, some days you have a lot of showings. You don't, how do you deal? Cause there's no routine there. It's like every day is different. Does that ever throw you off? Um, absolutely not. So I'm like a super disciplined person. Mm-hmm. Um, I time block everything. Oh, nice. So like, even if it's just like lead generation or if I'm like making calls, people following up with people, like that's all in my calendar. Mm-hmm. And so that was, I mean, another thing is it's really easy to get out of that habit. Mm-hmm. It's like super easy to slip up and then you're calling, you know, I'll, I'll call a teammate and we'll end up chatting for an hour yep. or, um, so I think real, like re looking at your goals and like realigning and reassessing, okay, here's where I want to go. How am I going to get there and breaking it down? And it's like reevaluating of like, oh man. I realize that I have not been doing the things that I need to do mm-hmm. to get me to where I'm trying to go. So you're waking up at four. What time are you going to bed? I go to bed at like eight thirty nine. Yeah. So Tosh and I usually go to bed at like 10. Yeah. Uh, and so like my morning routine, and, and that's where I like, I find I need to fix things up because my morning routine changes. Like Thursdays, I have to coach hmm. at 5 a.m. And the days that I don't coach at 5 a.m., I don't wake up till 6.30. So it's either that one or two days a week is 4 a.m. The other days of the week, I try to be consistent about that 6.30, but I'll wake up. Um, and like I said, if if Tasha's still there, I'll schedule out that like cuddle, right? The connecting with her because she appreciates that so much. Yeah. Um, but I always have breakfast and like I am trying to be so stern about being at work by 7.30, 8 o'clock, mm. right? And like I'm already working on the computer, getting things done and ahead of schedule and stuff before – because once I come into the gym, it's like, I don't know when somebody's going to walk through that door and want to talk to me. Right. And it's like, I've got stuff to do. You got to get it done and not on their time. Yeah. So um, I think my biggest thing, you know, is I find that I start falling off when I start sleeping in. Mm. Like, because I, I don't have to be, like, to be honest, I come to work at 10 o'clock every single day right. if I wanted to. Um, because Tasha teaches the 9 a.m. class um, most days. So, like, I don't... I think that's been one of my hardest things mm-hmm. of being a business owner is that I don't really have a set schedule. 
like for me because I come in here, I do a lot of the back end stuff now and I can do that from home. I can do that from the gym. I can do that. I could start at 10. I could start at 6 a.m. Right. Um, so being disciplined in that, and I think that's the biggest thing is the discipline. Um, but what I love is the night before is I always think about what I'm doing the next day hmm. because you only can make so many decisions in a day. And so I know that the days I'm going to be on point, what I actually do is I'll take out the clothes that I'm going to be wearing tomorrow. So I wake up and it's one less decision. Like mm -hmm. I wake up, I get in the shower and my clothes are there, just there. Um, and it's just like that one less decision and I just get up and I start moving. It's like yep. things are just flowing. Um, reading every night before I go to bed, uh, we're usually pretty good about that. Um, but the biggest habit that I think makes a huge impact for me, and this is something I talked to you about a couple weeks ago, was doing the walks. Right. Um, that was huge. I did it for two days. Yeah. And it's, so what it is, is that I go on a 30 minute walk and the biggest thing is like, I try to get the movement in with it. Cause I think it just gets your brain thinking in a different way when you're moving, but you could, I guess do it any day, but to mark out, I do 15 minutes of just brain dump. Like I literally put my headphones in so nobody thinks I'm crazy. <laughs> and I just, I just talk, like I talk about like what's going on in my life. And verbalizing a lot of those things, I start realizing, like, man, I really got to get that thing done. Or I don't like how this routine was out of place or things like that. And it brings it to the forefront of my brain. Because a lot of us, we hold on to it so much. And literally, you just talking to yourself and letting it out, mm -hmm. like, you'll just realize. And you have to. Like, you just like, oh, like, I got to get this deal. Or, oh, and you start figuring stuff out. Right. It's problem solving. It's problem solving. And then I spend the last 15 minutes of dreaming big. And I'm a big on, like your vision board and dream big and this is where I want to be. Well, if this is where I want to be, then how do I get there? And then I reverse engineered and stuff. And that 30 yeah. minutes has been a game changer for me. And I'm at a point now where I'm upset if I don't do it. Right. You know? Right. So, well, no, it was interesting. Well, and I think, I think it's one of those things where like, I think for me, I can be hard on myself to win both like mm -hmm. bookend doing really good morning routine and really good night routine. Yeah. I've never been great at my night routine um, and it would be awesome to dial that in. But I feel like if you're gonna like at least just having one of those, yep. you know, like, cause it sounds like you're bookending your day mm -hmm. and you have a solid night routine. Yep. And so that's helping you end your day, but you're like well, I do creating have to say your next day. To what your, your point is too. Like at the end of the day, like that's where Tosh and I spend our time together. Cause mm we will, we watch like our reality TV shows and like, that's our thing. Right. And I think that we can go down the rabbit hole as to, is that taking away because as how we think, right? Like that could be taking away from time that we could be working and hustling right, or doing right. something. But at the same time, like, like that's the time that I get to connect with Tasha. Are we going to spend our quality time together? And without right. that, it's like, what's, why am I even doing this? You know, yeah. like I, I feel like sometimes like the whole point of me building all of this is to have the things that I have and spend it with Tasha right. and, and get and, to be able to do more of that. Right. And that's kind of like the push and pull for me is mm -hmm. like the habits of being on point, on point, on point, motivated, 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 crushing the work, crushing the work. But I have to remember that sometimes I need to have that discipline and those routines to say, okay, where's the time with Right, you know, the right. Because if you're doing all of that all the time, nonstop, not making time, and that's something that I struggle with for sure, is mm -hmm. like making time for Lucy and I to connect. Yep. And it's that like you can't always spend every minute with Lucy. Like I can't spend every minute with Lucy, but I can also spend every moment working. And if I'm on point with working out and working and all that stuff, but I do only that all the mm -hmm. time. Then I'm, it's not sustainable. Absolutely. And I think that's the hardest thing is like 
you try to push on that for so long mm-hmm. and then you're like burnt out and you yeah. don't want to do anything. So, and, and before we start talking about the burnt out, cause that's what I want to talk about next. Um, do you ever like in the middle of the day, do you have, because I'm a morning person, so I do like my best work. That's why I like, I'm so adamant mm-hmm. about being at work by like 8am or 7:30 and starting to work. Cause like, I feel like I'm so creative and I think, and I'm, I'm I get a lot done. Right. And then come 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every day, <laughs> dude, like, I just don't want to talk to people. I want to take a nap. Yeah. Like, I'm done. Yeah. Like, do you have, is that the same for you or? Yeah, no, for sure. Like, I, I push super hard. And I think, like, going back to your point of, like, you not having a schedule, I think that having, like, my gym class starting at 5 a.m., mm-hmm. I mean, like, it's like I have to be there. Yep. So that, like, starts things off well. And then, I mean, yeah, I mean, I work pretty well, um, get most of the stuff done, but yeah, totally. When it hits one o'clock, I'm just like, Mm -hmm. and it's funny because that's when Tasha is like feeling her best and she's like, finally, she's like finally ready to like talk and, and hang out. I'm like, I just want to take a nap, like leave me alone. Well, for me, what I get stuck on is I get, and I have to like re like, I always have to remind myself is like. I get stuck on social media. I'll go pull up my phone to like check an email mm-hmm. and then I'll like out of habit, Open go to up. Facebook, go to Instagram and just like, yep. And I'm like, what am I doing? Like half an hour later, I'm like, what am I doing? So, and I think like building in, maybe building in that break of like doing something, going and eating lunch. Mm-hmm. Like, so what I'll do is I'll like realize that I'm scrolling social media and then I'm like 30 minutes later and then I'm like, oh, I should probably go eat lunch. Yep. Like rather than me, and I did really good on this for like two weeks where I like was watching and like being aware mm. of how much mm-hmm. time and like how many times like when Instagram and Facebook went down. Yep. Dude, I checked my phone like 200 times. Yep. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is happening? So that's yep. one thing I really need. I think to a lot on. of people realize that when things went down. Um, but I definitely, so I do, that is something that I didn't even think about, but I always schedule our, our lunch break to like spend time with Tasha. And I had the luxury of working with Tasha. Um, so like, We'll work from nine to noon, nine to one, and then we'll go get lunch or mm. go home, spend time away from the gym and like just have a, an hour to ourselves away from work. Cause if not, like I'll work right through and I won't eat, right. like I'll forget. Right. Um, so Same. that's been really, really great to have that routine in there. Um, but my last question about this is how do you feel about naps? Do you ever nap? I would love to nap. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, I feel like there's a lot of times that, because when I, because I used to wake up and I used to do what you do. I used to wake up at 5 a.m. Uh-huh. And for me, it was so hard to stay awake and not take like a 20, 30-minute nap, like in my car, in my office, like just for 20, 30 minutes mm-hmm. in between that one or four period. And now I'm realizing that because I used to always think like sleep is the enemy, right? Like if, right. if I'm sleeping, my dreams are, are fading away, fleeting away right. and stuff. And right. I'm starting to realize that like to your point in the very beginning is like if you're not – working out or eating right, then your work starts to suffer. And I started to realize as I was forcing myself mm. to wake up at 4 a.m. every single day. And I wasn't going to t- bed till 10, 11. I was hustling all day. And then I was just like, I wasn't as productive as I was supposed to be. Yeah. So now I'm waking up a little later, but I'm not feeling like I need a nap in the middle of the day, right. a lot of the days. Um, so I, I don't know, like that's been a big shift for me because in college, if I were to take a nap, like I took naps all the time in college. And I would always beat myself up. I'm like, oh, I can't sleep because my dreams. And then right. I would stay up all night to work. And I was like staying up till 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. working on rough and building the dream. And then I was trying to force myself not to nap. And I'd dig myself like it would last all of one week. Right. Until... It was just not sustainable. And like mm-hmm. I was the same way. So like when I was training for my marathon, 
I and and the, to that point, like I am on a super strict schedule of like I wake up like within fifty like ten fifteen minutes of each other. So I wake up by like three forty five or four, and I'm to bed by like eight thirty or yeah, like eight thirty mm-hmm. is like nine o'clock is late for me. Yep. So I think like building that in, like I get my seven eight hours of sleep. But when I was training for my marathon. I mean, I would wake up early because I'd have to go get six miles in before I went to the gym. So I'm like waking up another hour earlier. Uh So like at that point, I was sleeping five or six hours Mm -hmm. and realizing and who knows what it's going to be like with having the baby. I was about to say, I'm curious how, (laughs) well, and I think that's the biggest thing about life. I think so many people are looking for like this perfect routine Mm -hmm. as if like, obviously you want as much as you can to be in a routine and in the habits of things, but like life events happen and it could be good or bad. Like you can get a promotion at work. That's a great thing, but it could mean your hours change. Yeah. You having a baby, right? But then we also think of like, what if you have to move for some reason to another yeah. state? Like so many things could happen. You have to be able to adjust that routine and build that new thing out. That's going to work for you because yeah. what I did when I was 19 years old, like, I don't think I could stay awake that much anymore. Just right. to be honest, like it just won't work. Um, so you got to figure out like what works for you and what doesn't. And do you notice So we're getting back into like, you know, we just talked about running yourself into the dirt and stuff. Do you notice that anything starts happening and you could catch it when you realize you're starting to slip and fall off out of the routines and you start doing things you're not supposed to do? What do those things look like? Yeah. I mean, for me, I feel like it's like, um, what I realize is like, I'll call and chat with people from my team and like, just kind of, uh, just kill time, mm-hmm. which I hate saying that, like that phrase right there. Yep drives me nuts. Well, dude, you can only imagine Tasha and I work together and people Mm -hmm. are like, oh, that's so great. And like, I feel like me and her need to not talk all day because if we start talking, then we'll start talking about life and getting like, we have a wedding coming up, but we'll start talking about the wedding and stuff. And like, then it's so easy to get off task, but we're, we're at work. So we're working and it's just like, like, and that small talk happens. So it shouldn't be bad. Like, I feel like when I worked at other places that those things happen, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's like, where do you draw the line? And then all of a sudden it'll come into like an entire day of when I think mine too, like it more, it becomes like talk about like nonproductive things. Like Mm -hmm. if it's talking about people or if it's talking about like past experiences or if it's, you know, like Mm -hmm. what I love, like if I'm going to talk and I like kind of switch things this week is it's like meeting with team members to like create Mm -hmm. rather than like just talk, Yep. you know? And mm-hmm. so if like, if I'm having a meeting with somebody and we're like creating and we're discussing things going forward, that's a whole different. Yep. Well, and I find like, okay. So like the reason why we want to talk to y'all about this is because three weeks ago, uh, mm-hmm. Alex and I had this, this, you came in and we worked out and we crushed it and we just thought, Oh, you know, I haven't seen Alex in forever and we'll just hit like a quick 30 minute hour workout and then high five and probably not talk to each other for two months like we normally do. Yep. And we talked for about an hour. Then we decided to work out and we probably only worked out for like 20 minutes. Yeah, it was And cool. then we talked for another hour and a half after that. And it yep. was just so good. And we're like, dude, we should do a podcast. And so the next week, and y'all heard that last week, we did that podcast. And we were just on another level three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Like we were doing our walks. This was all fresh. We were so excited. When and you we were, were you were like fired up and oh, you were, dude. you were on point. And I was like at a point where I was like not really mm-hmm. feeling it and so yeah. like meeting with you like fired me but and me i up. love that and if it and i was already on level it took <laughs> me like to another level but i think that it because i would already been on point for about two weeks mm-hmm. and that would probably be at the point where momentum starts to die and it kept me on fire for about another week dude yeah and so 
I was talking to you before we got on this podcast, and you're like, the week was good. I'm still crushing this stuff. And I just said, I was like, do you feel like the fire is the same as we did when we talked three weeks ago? And your answer was not, not as it's, fired it's up not as there. it was. But we've put things into place, like we did, like you did the two days of doing that walk and mind up, and you started being talking to your team, and you started doing these routines and putting things in place to where I look back at my weeks and I'm like, I, the intensity isn't there. Like I feel like I'm not on this other level, but I'm still getting all my work done. Mm. I'm still crushing it. Like I still feel great. I'm getting all the work done plus some, and so like. That's the point where I feel like a lot of people struggle is that they wait to be motivated to do things. And you just said that when we talked three weeks ago, you weren't motivated. Right. Right. So talk to me about that. Like you were starting to get to that breaking point and then you you just decided to come work out with me. And what was that shift for you? Yeah. I mean, I think it's like developing, uh, well, I mean, just you and I working out together and like having those conversations. I think there's a few things to it. I think it's like, I think it's habit. Mm -hmm. I think it's like developing like these things that you're going to do that prime you to put you in a state that are like mm-hmm. firing on all cylinders. I think the other thing too is like you're like an anchor or like a trigger yep. that like a really good response trigger of like, oh, I see Roy. We have these <laughs> conversations and I get like fired up. Yeah. Like I'm like on another level. And so I think the the biggest thing is that, I mean, obviously it's who you surround yourself with, but I think there's things that you can do and that's, where I want to provide the value for you, that there's things that you can do that if you feel like you're in a slump or you're not as motivated or you're not crushing it, you probably, I can promise you, you're probably not working out Mm. normally. You're probably not, you're probably eating like crap. That's just the truth. And you probably notice there's a lot of things in your life that are slipping up. And I think a lot of people wait to be motivated to go in and start taking action. Like for example, the gym, like that's a big one. I'm gonna wait till January to start working out. When the truth is, is that usually it's the other way around. Usually you take those actions that you know you should be doing and you find that motivation through that. When I feel like it's the difference between motivation and inspiration. Correct. Like I feel like that inspiration, if you're inspired to go do something, that's like something that's coming from within Mm -hmm. and you're like, just got that fire, like that internal fire. Yep. And I think motivation is more of like that external external like something else has motivated you to go like you watched a motivational video and you're like all pumped up and you're like cool and the inspiration comes from within i love that and so like the thing is is that you had no idea that that saturday you'd come work out with me you just thought it'd be a workout and sure but you weren't expecting that but you surrounded yourself well with the right people and you took that step and then from that came the inspiration the motivation to do these other things and now we're here it's taking the action it's like doing the thing that's gonna and and i think when i like when I look at like fitness, um, when I look back on my journey, I like taking progress photos every day mm-hmm. was like something that kept continually inspired me because it was like every week you would see no change from like you would see like because mm-hmm. you see your body every day, no change right? from Monday till Sunday. Yes. And then all of a sudden, like that next week, you see like just a little tiny mm-hmm. change and you're like, oh man, like. And Dude, it just could, keeps you on track. We could do a whole podcast or some progress photos and the importance Every of people day. taking them. Because people are like, oh, well, I don't like taking photos. I'm like, that's the exact reason why you need to take it. Exactly. <laughs> well, and that's and, the thing. Yeah. I mean, it's and it's one of those things. It's like the plain pain and pleasure. Mm-hmm. It's like, how bad does that suck? And how much do you hate being overweight? And how much, like, how pleasurable is that? Like, yep. 
seeing the difference. Well, and I think that people like they want the results, but they don't want, like you said, the pain and the pleasure. Like they want the pleasure, but they don't want to have to go through the pain. And yeah. it's just they balance each other. It's the yin and the yang of things. Like you have to have the like both. It's the same thing I say is like if we only had good days, and we can go on to how like society is nowadays, which we have a whole we have so many ideas for podcasts, <laughs> but like how society is, and like everybody wants like. I think the greatest thing that I ever heard was it was actually a song. I think, I think it's a song that everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. Mm. And it's like you can't have these great things without pain and suffering at some point. Yeah. And I think that's where we are as a society: is that we want everybody to feel good, and we don't want anybody to suffer. And I don't want to suffer; I just want to feel good all the time. Yeah. One, it doesn't work that way. And two, if you just felt good all the time. Mm then you wouldn't even know what good was because it would just feel normal. Well, going back to like, I mean, like going to the back to the last podcast that we shot about my brother, it's like, man, if I didn't experience that kind of pain, Mm -hmm. then I don't think I could experience this kind of pleasure. Absolutely. Um, When it's interesting, I listened to like a podcast with Tom Bilyeu and he has somebody on there talking about dopamine and he was talking about cold showers and it's not necessarily the cold shower that is the benefit, like that that's mm-hmm. not the thing. It's the fact that like you're going through so much pain that as soon as that's over with, your dopamine rises yep. because you're out of that pain mm-hmm. into pleasure. And it's just like the same thing with the gym, right? People want to be in shape, but they don't want to go through the pain yep. of the soreness, of the lack of motivation to go and, and the things t- like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean the time that it takes to... And you know what's the most funny to me? If I asked you right now, like how do you feel, how do you feel when you don't go to the gym? Like you feel like crap. I'm moody. Like yeah. it, if I don't go to the gym for two days, like it's not right. And how do you feel like when you eat like crap? You feel <laughs> like crap, right? Like crap. So like my point is that I can ask any single person of how do you feel when you're moving less and you're eating like shit, and every single person will tell me they feel like crap. Mm. And I say how do you feel when you are moving? closer to your goals, whether it's weight loss or not, like you're just moving in the gym and you're eating vegetables and you're eating healthier and whole foods. How do you feel? And every single person will tell me, well, I feel great. Mm -hmm. I'm like, so where's the disconnect that we're talking about right now is like these habits and and staying on tracking and performing at a higher level. Like, you know, the things you're supposed to be doing, you know, that when you're doing them, it creates momentum. It creates motivation, inspiration, as you said. And like, you know exactly what you need to do. You Mm -hmm. feel good when you eat good. You feel good when you're moving more. You feel good when you know you're dominating in your relationship with your significant other and you're dominating with at work. It's a snowball effect. It's a snowball effect. And And then it trickles into the rest of your life. And then you, like you said, you just end up dominating everything, not just Like I don't get, like, and that's where it's hard for me sometimes is I don't get it. Like if you're listening right now to what we're saying is like, I just don't understand is like, if you're in a bad mood, if you're in a slump, Like, you know exactly, somebody even said it. They're like, what actions were you taking when you felt great? Hmm. Like, just think back. Like, there, dude, I have met people and they would work out seven days a week. Like, it could be us. Hmm. Like, a year from now, we could be overweight. And it's like, how did that happen? Like, how did you go from working out every single day, crushing it, all this stuff happened to now being overweight and lazy? And it's like, I don't understand, like, if you're in that point now, just look back to when you were crushing it yeah. and you had that momentum and you were just doing those things. Like, just do those actions again. Well, I think, I mean, because I'm in that spot right now where I'm like, I know my diet is shit. Mm-hmm. Like, my, I've been eating like shit for a while. Mm-hmm. And I think I make the excuse of like, well, because it was funny because I like look back to the six week photos when I did the challenge with you. Yep. Um, and that was the best shape that I got in. And I'm like, 
I literally did that in six weeks. Like mm-hmm. I went from like 220 down to like 170, 175. Yep. And that was the best shape that I was in. And I'm like, if I could do that in six weeks. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's like having that vision. But like, so I started it. I like was every single day, like just on point, yep. on point, on point. And then I was like, I think, I don't know. It was like I ate one chi meal and then it was like, oh, okay, I'll have, <laughs> yeah. you know. And so I think like doing it, but like. Well, and I think too, dude, like to go off of that is that like life changes too, right? Like totally. you got a kid on the way. Yeah. You have a different job now than you did back then. Yep. So I think that's where you give yourself some leeway, yep. right? Like, and I think that's, I think that's what happens, right? Yep. You're crushing at work. You got a baby on the way. You got a dog now. You got this house. Like you got all these things. So we give ourselves this leeway to say, oh, well, I just don't have the time for you yep. more. Or because work is stressful, like I just got to grab something quick. Yep. But the truth is, is that, dude, you could be crushing your diet right now. And like you would come in next week and be like, dude, like how amped would you be if you were oh, just crushing your diet? Dude, it would, and like I have to do this. Like now that we're saying this, like this is con- like this is like okay, this week is gonna be uh-huh. like I'm gonna put the things in place. I'm gonna meal prep, mm-hmm. and like maybe it's not a hundred percent where I'm only eating you know six ounces of chicken, half cup of rice, yep. and greens every meal. But like even if I'm nine, if I'm eighty percent on point with my diet, yep. how much of a difference that's gonna be in well, in my work in my relationship. Yes. You know, like, well, and I'm going to hit you right there. Cause you just said, even if I'm not a hundred percent. Right. And again, we talked about this about going to the holiday seasons and what people are doing. You, we are not as amped and on the same level as we were three weeks ago, no. but we're still crushing it. We're still going through the habits. We're still doing this stuff. And I feel like people get to a point that because they're not, they're not working at the intensity that they were working at when they were motivated, when they first got motivated. Right. It's like, well, then as if they're not doing anything at all. Mm. And I'm like, that's just not the case. It's like, you don't have one bad day at work and you just quit. Like you still need that money. You still show up and you still do what you have to do. And it's no different with life. Like just because we're not as amped or crushing it 200%, like you just said, like even mm. if I'm doing 80%, like that's so much better than the, for this season of life where I'm like, correct. That's so much better than the 10% I'm doing right now. Yeah. And people don't realize that, especially with the holiday season relating this to fitness is like, even if you, you used to go to the gym seven days a week and now you're only doing four. Well, I, like that's so much better than what you would normally do and just stop going all together. Right. Right. And that's a habit that you can work off of right. and build and come January. Well, it's easy to go back to five or six days, yep. you know, then saying, Oh, I wasn't doing anything. And now you've got to rebuild everything, yep. you yep. know? Ugh. It just gets me like now I'm <laughs> because dude, I missed my workout Monday and Wednesday. Hmm. Right. And I told you that we worked out today and it's just like, why? Like, I just haven't felt like doing it. Like hmm. there's no part of me that wants to do cardio right now at all. And we did a lot. Of <laughs> we did so much cardio. today. <laughs> um, but like, again, like I'm surrounding myself with the right people, just like you said last week. And now we're talking about this and you're like, Oh, I'm well, it's making me realize like, it's like actually like taking inventory of like, man, like, I say that I want these things three weeks ago. I said, I've, I've been eating like an asshole mm-hmm. and well, I've not done anything about it, but yep. it's like, okay, I have to take inventory and it's like, how do I put things in place that are actually going to make me yep. make the change rather than just keep talking about Absolutely. it. And, complaining about and it. it's, it's like, once you get to that higher level, cause I think about it, I think about what I'm doing now. Like, and I just relate to my business because where my business is now and stuff and what I'm doing now. Like I couldn't handle all of this stuff when I was 19 years old, when I was first getting started. Like there's no way I had to go through those seasons of life. So I am operating on a higher level right now than I was when I was 19 years old or even 
three years ago. When you had to take those steps to get there. Correct. And right now I feel like there are certain things that happen and I'm being lazy. But me being lazy right now is already 10 million times better. Totally. And I think that's kind of, again, where I give myself leeway. Oh, yeah. I'm so much further. And like I, I've been talking a lot recently about how I've accomplished everything on my vision board. Right. And once you feel like you've accomplished everything, like the fire kind of dies down. And so now I have my new vision board and like I'm putting stuff on there. I'm like, well, I got to start hustling again to get to this next level. Right. And now I can't wait till where rough is in three years and where my business is and where my family is. And all these things and what we're doing with this podcast, like it's getting me amped because right. I'm going to be performing on an even higher level right. and having that momentum and those habits. It's like, like it's not even compared to what I'm doing now. Well, and I, I did the same thing like last week is it's, it's really easy to be like, man, I'm doing so well. Mm-hmm. And then I'll like listen to podcasts or like watch videos and these guys are like, oh yeah, I wanted to make like 20 million by the time I was 30. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a minute, I got like two years to get right. on that like that. And it's like seeing those and seeing other people like that inspires me to keep like keep yep. going forward. And so it's interesting. I listened to like three podcasts this week and I've heard a few of them talk about, um, this program called tiger 21. Mm-hmm. And it's this program. It's this group of people who you have to have at least $10 million invested and you go and you like explain your portfolio of like hmm. what you're investing in and all that stuff. And I'm like, man, like that's once again, that's on my vision board now. Yeah. And I'm like, well, this I, is something okay. that me- so, and this is what I've, I've realized about a lot of, about people and working in the industry that I am. You listen to these podcasts and you listen to these people that are doing better than you. Mm. And that motivates you to want to do better. So one of the things you do when you're falling into a slump is listening to these podcasts, watching these YouTube videos and stuff right. of people who are doing better than you because right. it inspires you. And I've realized that there's a lot of people that listen to these things um, and it almost demoralized them. Like, mm. oh, like it's too far out of reach and like what's the point of even trying? I'll never be able to do $10 million. Right. You know, so what's your take on that? Like, is that just how people, and this is, we'll get real deep here. Is that just how people are? Or is there a mindset shift? Like, have you always been that way? Dude, I, so it's interesting. I had a buddy of mine, Trace, um, and he, dude, he's like, he's just jacked. Mm-hmm. And I want to chalk it up to be like, oh yeah, well, he just has good genetics mm-hmm. or he's just this, that, or the other. Yep. Um but it's funny because he was the one that really, like, I was really jealous of him for a yep. long time. I was really jealous. Like, I had mm-hmm. a lot of jealousy and envy around him. And I don't know when it was or what it was, but I, like, one day I was just, like, rather than me being jealous, why don't I be inspired? What a mindset shift. Like, yeah. if he can do it, why can't I? And mm-hmm. I think that that, like, it gives me chills. Like, I I'm see just, him, like, I see dude, him on your like, arm. Did you get <laughs> like, dude, like, it's just, it's that mindset shift changed everything for me. Like if you can change your jealousy or your envy about what other people have. Well, it's how you compare yourself to people. Totally. Right. Because I could look on somebody on social media and I ran into that same issue when I first started um, getting into the fitness industry. You know, like for me, the jealousy was you see like these cute girls on social media who have all these followers Mm -hmm. and like they probably sell more product on social media by saying, oh, I take this product every single day, this beauty product. And they probably sell like tens of thousands of dollars worth of this product easily. I'm like, I'm sitting here hustling every single day. And like that jealousy Mm. really like ate at me. 
Totally. But I'm like, at some point you got to realize the cards that you're dealt and just say like, okay, well, I'm going to be jealous and just not do anything. Or I'm going to take the cards that I'm dealt and realize how to work that in my favor. Mm. Maybe it's just my destiny to work. It's they have the, the genetics to do that thing. And that's great. Yep. And maybe my path is just different and it's going to take me longer, but that's the only option when I have. Who you become out of that too. Like Absolutely. if it's really that easy for them to just like quickly sell all these things, mm -hmm. like that's not developing any character, but like who you become and what you have to go through and develop yep. to become the person who's like, wasn't dealt the great hand of cards. Mm -hmm. Like you're going to have to just go. And it's funny. I like one time years ago, I was like, why don't we just pick up the deck and like figure out which cards we want to pull out? Yep. Like it's your choice. Like you, I love that. You, the, like the cards are in your hands. Like you just have to figure out what to do. Well, and you. I think too, like a lot of the jealousy comes from the fact that, we don't really see the work that these other people put in. Like you see that guy who's jacked and you're like good genetics, but you don't realize how many hours mm. he put in the gym. And the fact that he probably has a really great diet program that he's followed for a long time consistently. Yep. You know, for somebody like in my scenario, like one of these influencers to get to that point, to connect with their audience so much because there's a lot of people who post about products and don't sell that much mm. and have a lot of followers. For somebody to connect with their audience that much, like they've had to put in the work somewhere to make totally. it happen. And I think sometimes we overlook that when it comes to people in fitness. <clears throat> I hear it all the time. Well, how come that person in six weeks lost 30 pounds and I only lost five? I'm like, look, like sometimes you don't know what that person did to lose the 30 pounds and you don't know their genetics also plays a role, but you also don't know what they did before. Sure. They might've only been off for five or 10 months where you might've been off for five to 10 years. Right. You know, like you just don't know. And to be honest, it really doesn't matter because regardless of how they did it, if it was easier for them or harder, you still got your car. You just got to put in the work. <laughs> like you have like, and everybody's at different levels. And I think the other thing too, is there's always going to be somebody who's above you. Yep. I mean, unless you're freaking Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos, mm -hmm. there's always going to be somebody yep. that's better than you. Mm -hmm. And there's also going to be somebody that's worse than you. Yep. Well, and so it's like, you. and I heard Ty Lopez, there's a guy out there that said 33% of the time you should be like working with people who are better than you to try to pull yourself up. Mm -hmm. You should be working 33% of the time with people who are at your same level, and then you should spend 33% of your time pulling those people up who yep. are in positions that you used to be in. Oh, I love that. And I just like, I really, I just want to say this for the sake of us not being soft anymore, like I'm tired of being soft, is like, if you're in that position where you're looking up to people and you don't, like, you don't want to work because of what they have mm. or because they got it easier than you. Like, cry me a freaking river. You should probably fucking stop. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you're going to sit there in your own pity party and misery and never, like, you're going to be sad the rest of your life. Like, I don't know yeah. what to tell you at that point. Like, if you're going to look at somebody else and be so, like, compare yourself so hard and be so jealous that it, it immobilizes you from moving forward. Like it's the worst. It is the worst. It's the worst feeling ever. It's the I've worst place before. to be. Yeah. And I've totally been there. Like I had myself in my pity party where I was like, Oh man, like, you know, it's so rough. And it's well, like, it's, there's rough. just, you said rough. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not going to be productive. Like, yeah. I mean, well, let me put it to you this way. Um, and I think everything is in perspective. So a lot of people, when I was a, a couple years ago, so I had to be like 24, 25, People were like, well, it must be nice to like have your business and work your own hours and mm. things like that. And in my head, I'm like, it must be nice to be married and have kids. Mm. And I'm like, because I don't have that because I sacrificed those things mm. 
because I've ruined a lot of relationships trying to build this thing. Or people are like, oh, it must be nice to be able to eat pizza rolls and still have abs. I'm like, I used to spend two hours in the gym every single day while all my friends were out partying yep. and drinking. Yep. I, didn't get to, I didn't get to build those relationships with friends and people because I was in the gym. Like everything has push and pull. Totally. And so like sometimes I look back and I feel like I missed out on college because yep. of what I did. Now I wouldn't take it back, but it's like I don't think people realize that is again like – you had this jealousy, but you got to do things that I didn't get to do, and same thing vice versa. It's sacrifice, and you're either sacrificing, like, like you said. And I was literally thinking about this last night. I'm like dealing with a contract at seven thirty, eight o'clock at night, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I know that there's other real estate agents who are like wanting to sell as much as I am, mm-hmm. but what are they doing on Friday and Saturday nights? They're going out to the bars and drinking, and yep. I'm at home having calls with clients at eight o'clock at night, mm-hmm. and. Uh, well, the same thing like with that too is like when I first got into real estate, I was like, oh man, like I want to get in because there's a lot of like time freedom and flexibility. Yep. Yeah, there is, but there's also a shit ton of other times that I'm working that are, other people are not. Yep. And again, like dude, because I want to talk to you about like competition and like mm. participation choices and things like that, which we can't get into right now because we'll Shoot. have a five hour long podcast. <laughs> um, but I think the biggest thing out of everything that we're trying to say is like, and we kind of went on this rant because you were talking about being motivated by listening to these podcasts of people who are better than you and, and are teaching you. And I think the biggest thing is, one, you have to develop the habits that you know and the routine that you know is going to move you forward, mm. even when you don't feel like doing it. Like, it's just how it needs to be, whether that's the morning routine, a midday routine, a night routine, uh, like, or just things you do throughout the day. Like well, and like, out, or like... Right. A- Attaching yourself to anchors, like mm-hmm. finding people who oh, motivate you and support you. Um, I mean, yep. like, well, surrounding yourself with the right people, right? Right. I can't tell you how many times, like, that's been. And again, we talked about this last podcast, but I feel like that's hard for people because you can only have so many people in your inner circle. Yep. So if you're only allowed, let's say, five people in your inner circle, well, I bet you any money you probably have a significant other. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you don't, you have like a best friend, right? Yep. So you already have one person that's already there, probably isn't going to move. Um, or a family member that's kind of stuck there and you if if one new person is going to come in somebody else has got to go yeah and i think that's a hard thing for people is like especially when i was in college like i had to let go of my best friends yeah and because when i went from high school to college things changed and then when i went from college to not in college i had to get rid of some other people and then when yeah. i went from you know louisiana to colorado i had to get rid of a lot of people and find new people and the people you surround yourself with like, obviously, I know I can have a bad day and be like, oh, I got to hang out with Alex. Yeah. And it's going to elevate me to the next level and same thing vice versa. And that's just what you need in life. So find the habits, find the routines, find the things. You know, it might be a song, a playlist that you make. It might be a podcast you listen to, a YouTube videos that you watch. YouTube videos always get me amped. Dude, like, and if I get in a funk, like, I got... It's I, so easy. I went down a rabbit hole of, like, only listening to a real estate podcast, which is great. I learned a lot. Um but mindset is like so important. And then mm-hmm. like just listening to all these different people's stories, yep. Joe Dispenza, like, mm-hmm. I mean, every, like Tom Bilyeu, Ed Milet, Andy yep. Frisella, like just yep. all, all those people. And if you're not listening to those kind of people, I yep. just highly recommend Listening it. to Alex and your boy Roy, you know, you know. that's it, that's it. <laughs> but in reading books too, I mean like what well, books, what books have you been reading? Um, so I just finished The War of Art. By Robert Art of Green. War. Yeah. Art of War, The War of Art. The War of Art. That's what the it's War called. of Art. Um, and no, that one Art was, of War. The Art of War. Yeah. Art of War. <laughs> War of Art. Um, I, uh, I just finished that one yesterday. And dude, the ending, the ending it was it was pretty good. Um, 
have you read that one before? I have not. Um, I've listened to pieces of it. But the beginning of it was such a kick in the ass. It's a different book. That I needed. And it's like, it's very interesting how he does it because it's almost like poetry, if mm -hmm. you will. Like every single, like, like the chapters are literally like a page or two long. Mm. And there's different sections. And the first section is just identifying like resistance. And basically it just defines this resistance as like this thing inside of you that gives you, that you give it life and it'll do anything in its power to like fuck you up and mm -hmm. make you lose. And I'm like, and it has no conscience and it doesn't care if you're tired or not care. Like, like that's where I kind of got off this whole, like stop being soft thing. Mm -hmm. Because if you're soft, mm -hmm. like this resistance, it doesn't care. It wants you to be soft. It wants you to come up with these excuses. It wants you to say, oh, you got a kid on the way. So guess you're not gonna have time for this yep. or works really crazy. So I guess you're not eating right. And that's gonna be okay. Cause you're in a different part in your life. And at the end of the day, like it, like it has no conscience. Right. And so it gives none and like the beginning of it was a super kick in the ass. The middle was kind of identifying it and stuff. And the end was like this realization at the end of moving forward and stuff. And the ending kind of got away from me um, at the end, but the beginning is so worth it. Huh. And yeah. so I know you do like, I know you do your 50 or your 30 minute walks with yep. your like brain dump and visualization or like goal setting, mm -hmm. whatever. Um, do you do like any, uh, meditating? Do you meditate at all? I haven't meditated. So it's funny because I actually meditated when I did martial arts back in grade. So I started martial arts when I was nine. And I don't think I ever did meditation right. But you get into some deep stuff. When I did my black belt test, my first one, I had to meditate for four hours. And my second one, I had to meditate for six hours. I think you probably meditated right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the thing is, is that it was like at three o'clock in the morning. And like the only rule was that you had to sit there and do nothing. And you couldn't fall asleep or you failed. Huh. And that was like part of the test. And I'd been fasting for like 24 to 36 hours. Jeez. So I haven't eaten anything. And this is, I want to do a whole pod podcast on that experience. But it's just like, I've like, it almost puts things in perspective. Like my childhood doing that, like my childhood was great. Like I'm very fortunate for everything that I had. But I always, my parents and myself, I did it to myself too, always put myself in situations to get tested and pushed. Mm. And like, shit was brutal, man. Mm. And like, I used to like fight nights. Like you'd have to fight two guys and like just get the shit beat out of you just because. <laughs> and we're kind of getting off topic now. But like, that's the only time I've ever meditated was huh. for that. And it was for a long time. But after outside of martial arts, like I've never had a desire to. Interesting. But you and Tasha talks about it a lot too. You like doing that. I, I've gotten out of the habit of doing it, but it makes a huge difference. I've done mm -hmm. a few different, like I've done a bunch of different ones. I love the Tony Robbins priming podcast or, uh, meditation, okay. like guided meditation. But, um, yeah, the reason I ask is I've like been listening to a lot of Joe Dispenza and he's mm -hmm. talking about just sitting and like making your body, like your mind wants to go do, Oh, I need to check my emails. I need to go mm -hmm. do this, that, or the other, but it's like you training your body. Like, hey, I'm going to sit. It's like training a dog. Yeah. It's like you're just training yourself to just like. How long do you do meditate for? I don't know. 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> like when I do. When okay. I have the, yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> I don't know. Like five hours. Like I, just sit there. <laughs> I, I go to sleep. I take when a I sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I meditate every night for six hours every single night. Uh, yeah. So meditation, reading books, podcast, uh, a playlist, YouTube, um, working out, eating right. Um, our 30 minute walks, your mind dump, your dreaming big, anything else that we can think of that's like connecting with the right people. You know, the people that you need to go hang out with that are like, oh, they're, they're going to level me up. 
um, and you get excited to hang out with. I'm trying to think if there's anything else we can recap. And if you on. don't have anybody like that, hit us up. Yeah, For hit real. us up. And like, and that's what I think is cool. Like, I, I've actually had people message me on Instagram that are going through a hard time, and and they've reached out to our team. They reach out to Tasha. Like, y'all, like it's just cool to talk mm-hmm. and, and see what's going on with you guys. And we're always here to help. Um, but I'm trying to recap if there's anything else that I'm missing that I feel like we're doing when we know we're feeling our best. Yeah. But I think that's it, you guys. You just got to figure out your habits, your routines, and something that's actually obtainable. I think that if we were to do everything that every single expert said you should do to feel your best, <laughs> you would never do You wouldn't anything. have time in your day for it. <laughs> it's like picking the ones that work the best for you. Correct. And like, you know, blocking those for me, it's like blocking those into like a 30-minute window. Is mm-hmm. It's like however you want to do that, whether it's reading, meditating, whatever. But like doing those things and just I think the timing of it's super important that's what I'm trying to figure out right now with my workouts because I'm so creative in the mornings I'm such a morning person Mm. that I almost don't want to work out in the mornings like I just like I get so excited to just make my coffee and start working Mm. and like I get so much done and like I create so much like we create artworks for Instagram and all this stuff that we do and um, I get so many meetings done and talking to people and I get so much great work done and I feel like sometimes like if I have to work out at 9 a.m. Like it breaks that for me. Like I'm working from seven and then at nine I got to stop what I'm doing to go work out. And to me, it's almost been better to work out at like noon or one, right when I'm about to crash Mm. for the day. I'm like, oh, I'll just get it in right there because then it fills that time. I'm not going to be napping if I'm working out, you know? So that's where I'm at right now because I've enjoyed not having to be up at 4 a.m. the last last couple of months. (laughs) Uh, It's been really nice. But again, trying to find that routine, that morning routine and get that stuck um, in place has been something I've been working on. So, deal. Anything else? Any last words, man? I think we crushed another good one. I do know that we're going to have another uh, podcast on creativity now because I need a... Creativity? We're going to have one on... I want to do one on like... I think there's like 10... We have like 10 ideas. Just for sure. Yes. (laughs) Deal. Um, All right, you guys. Well, I appreciate you. Don't forget that uh, we don't run any ads here. So the only fee is that I ask that you share this, whether it's on your Instagram story, you share this with a friend, you write a review, whatever that looks like. We appreciate it more than you know. It keeps us, this podcast growing, the word getting out, and so on and so forth. I appreciate you, and y'all keep earning those cookies. Later. Bye. Hey friends, thanks for listening to another amazing episode. If you got something valuable from this episode, which I know you did, do us a favor and keep spreading the Live Rough movement and share this episode. It means more to us than you'll ever know. And remember, we don't pray for an easy life. We earn a rough one. Y'all keep earning those cookies and I'll see y'all next time.